Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is Wake Up With Spirit, the weekly Spirit Seeker radio show hosted by Cindy Meyer, yours truly, the publisher of Spirit Seeker magazine. We have been published for over 24 years um, as a print magazine. Before that, we were a quarterly newsletter. And it's really interesting. Um, I am preparing to put my house on the market. <clears throat> I am a real estate agent, so I know what's involved with this. But I've lived in my house since 1995. So there's just been a lot of stuff. So um, my personal organizer has been helping me, and we finished organizing. I shouldn't say we. She finished organizing 24 years of Spirit Seeker um, magazines, and it's all in three small containers that are easily liftable. So I think <laughs> that was a major accomplishment. <clears throat> but we started off as a bi-monthly magazine, um, quarterly newsletter, then then six times a year. And then in February uh, 2002, I think it was, we went to um, every month. And we have been so ever since. So I just want to um, thank the Spirit Secure readers that make this show possible. I want to um, thank the listeners on the radio show because we know you listen. We get the stats. And we just um, are almost at our 100,000 listen mark. Um, and that's like actually we're over that because we started with blog talk and then we switched and we lost our page. <laughs> Don't even ask. But we're over 100,000 listens, but we're at almost 100,000 listens on the on the new platform in uh, just the last four years. So that's a lot of listeners. So we're really, really grateful to everyone. And I um, want to give a couple more announcements and then I'll bring my guest on. And the announcements are basically that um, Spirit Seeker has been online since 1998. We do have a, um, a limited print edition in the Midwest and Florida with the COVID. That's kind of been very um, non-existent because nothing's been open. Um, and even in the June issue, we're doing a very limited run because um, most places are still opening and it's all new and there's not a lot of guidelines. Um, Chicago's still not open. St. Louis is tentatively opening next week. Um, so read the magazine digitally and to make that easy for yourself, send an email um, to info at spiritseeker.com or go to spiritseeker.com and there's a join our email newsletter. Once you join our email newsletter, we will send you a notice showing when the magazine's online, who the guests are on the radio show, and we do allow people to advertise on our list. We never sell our list, but you'll hear about other wonderful Mind, Body, Spirit events. Also, the only way to be eligible for the drawings for the books and the DVDs and the CDs and everything else that comes to Spirit Seeker's address is to be on our email list. We do periodic drawings. Um, I'm going to be doing a whole lot of clearing um, of books and different things. So this is the time if you're not on our email list to make sure you get on it. Okay, the final announcement before we get started is um, Spirit Seeker is launching Spirit Seeker Academy. Um, I have been teaching almost all of my mediumship classes and um, feng shui classes online since COVID has struck, and I will be teaching probably all of my classes online for a very long time to come. So we have established the Spirit Seeker Academy, which different people, not just Cindy Meyer, will be teaching. In addition, uh, we have an offering um, for $30 a month. You will get a um, you will get feng shui wisdom. You'll get a uh, some type of a, a downloadable file that you can listen to, either one of our older podcasts or something new with information. Um, and you will also get two other things. I forget all of it. But it's for $30 a month, and auto, it automatically comes to your email box, and you have everything right there to help um, nourish your soul. So that's new, and the Academy is new. So I'm really um, happy to have both of those to offer. Okay, so that's enough with announcements. I want to uh, talk about my guest, who I'm bringing on in just, a mo in just a moment. Her name is Christine Compass. She's a very, very gifted um, astrologer, and she is a, um, a life coach. She brings clarity, purpose, and healing um, and, uh, and healing, and she shares her astrology, um, et cetera, with all of her clients. Today she'll be doing the astrology, and I'll be tagging in, and then we will both talk about moon manifesting, and I'll mention a little bit about feng shui. And then in the um, second portion of the show, we will do live readings. Um, so I am going to bring Christine on now. Uh, let's see. Christine, are you there? Hey, good morning. 
Yeah. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> it's the first Friday in May. Or no, it's the second Friday in May. Sorry, second Friday in May. <laughs> but um, I know I, I, I've lost track of time. I don't know if you're that way, but it's like the days, it's like, oh, yeah. today's Friday. <laughs> they're all kind of, there's not a lot of distinguishing um, other than Friday mornings, radio show morning, right? <laughs> So, right. At any I rate, I thought last night I was like, "Oh, it's Friday. I gotta, I gotta prepare for this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And normally, you know, you're on the first Friday of the month, but we've just changed so many different things. So I really want to thank you for rolling, um, rolling with, uh, letting it be easy. So, oh, um, so no what? I want, I want to take a second and just congratulate you on Spirit Seeker Academy. I think that is such a fantastic idea, and I'm so excited that you're launching that. It is the perfect time. So I'm, I can't wait to take some of these classes myself. I've been wanting to get to one of your feng shui classes, and so now I can do it online. It's perfect. I know, I know. I live in a Zoom room. I, um, you know, other than real, real estate, when we're in real estate, it's like a Zoom room, only, you know, I mean, when we have the quarterly meetings, there's over 500 people on there. When we have our weekly meetings, of course, it's not that much just with our own broker. But I live in front of my computer these days. And, you know, and I'm glad I have a laptop. But for the most part, with the Zoom and everything, you have to figure out what are you going to wear. I mean, like this morning, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a, it was a welcome relief to not have to put my makeup on. <laughs> And any of you listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Because, you know, when you're just like on this call, it's all anonymous. And it just, it well, not anonymous, but it's just very different. But I have to tell you, I have enjoyed teaching in this format. And I've always said I wanted to create webinars and all this other stuff. Well, you really, you just teach on Zoom and there's your webinar. Yeah, it's fabulous. You can record it, save it, you got it. Right. Right, right, right. We just did a study, um, which I do want to mention. If anyone knows of anyone anywhere in the United States that has had um, an experience with the COVID virus who is still, um, their lungs are a little bit compromised, we are doing another study, um, and it's everything's paid for by the Vasi Foundation. It's a form of breathwork and meditation, and we finished a, a study, and um working with the intention of in, uh, increasing the pulmonary function capacity, the lung capacity. And so we have another study starting up um, uh, in the near future. So if anyone knows of anyone, um, please, please contact me. Um, you can call my office at 636-530-7579. Um, or if if texting or, you know, messaging by phone is easier, my cell phone is 314 651 Eight five one three. You would not believe the difference in the in the people that we worked with in the last study, and so we we've made this a mission that while um, while this COVID is going on, we want to just help as many people as we can with the the Vasi breathwork. Okay, so that's another little whole chapter. We all have our chapters, <laughs> you know, our, yeah. our projects to help and be of service. So, all right, so Christine, this service seems to be a theme for a lot of people right now. Is that kind of dovetailing with what we have going on with the astrology? It or, is, and I think really what's happening is there's there's a lot of, well, particularly this week, we've had three planets, and I'll talk about this, that have gone retrograde this week. And so retrogrades are always review periods, and for the next, four months, really, we are doing a lot of reviewing of ourselves and the way we interact with others. And I mean, you can already see that in society, everything's changed so dramatically, we have really no choice but to review. Um, But one thing, something I think is really interesting that I think plays into all of these reviews coming into play is this year, 2020, is really a convergence of several cycles that are coming to an end. Um, We have, you know, astrology is all about looking at the the planetary cycles. And I was just, I knew that there was a lot of cycles going on this year. They were all ending this year and we're starting new cycles. But I really sat down the other day and kind of wrote them all out. And I wanted to talk about these for a second to, to help people really kind of think about, you know, where these cycles are maybe heading in their lives. Um, so we have a 36-year cycle coming to an end that is the, a Saturn and Pluto cycle of Saturn and Pluto meeting up every 36 years. And so the last time that this happened was 
around the fall of 1982 into the spring of 1983. So you can think back, you know, Saturn is, is this structure, and then Pluto is this death and rebirth and transformation. So, you know, there may have been some kind of, it, you know, it could have been potentially a death in your life that happened around that time or something that greatly transformed and created this new structure within your life. And, you know, for myself, I, you know, I wasn't actually alive then, but if you look back, I look back at my parents, what were my parents doing then? And it's interesting because that's actually when my sister was born and that was their first child. And so it's interesting for me because now I'm in this phase where I'm looking at um, getting married and having a child myself. And so it's this new emergence of a, a new family. Um, so looking at your life and, and seeing where, you know, where that comes into play, we're starting this new cycle. And so, you know, unfortunately, Pluto does bring death and it does bring, you know, closure in those things. But it's also a rebirth of new energy and that, you know, death at times change situations so much that they launch us to new places and they help us create new foundations for things in our lives. So I think that is, you know, this major transformative cycle that's coming. So we're ending 36 years, we're starting a new 36-year cycle of Saturn and Pluto. So that's one of them. And then we also have Saturn, you know, Saturn makes a full cycle around through all of the planets every 29 and a half-ish years. And so Saturn is completing a cycle that was happened, you know, 29 years ago. So right around the fall of 1990 through the spring of 1991. Um, and Saturn, where it, you know, when Saturn makes a full rotation, it creates sort of this feeling of freedom because you've completed a whole cycle of feeling like you've built something, you're complete with it, and now you're free to move on to the next thing. So, you know, think back to that time period and what was going on and maybe how that's playing out. And so, again, when I look at that in my life, um, 1990 to 91 is when my parents got divorced. And so, again, it plays into this new family theme. You know, that, that family structure broke down. I had kind of a chaotic family structure for the last 29 years and now I'm creating my own new family structure which is going to be you know hopefully my own and, and different and its own thing so so we have this Saturn cycle of you know really creating brand new structure in our lives um, so this is so here. interesting because I mean, I know. I mean, well, for me, okay, I was 27 years old in um, the the 1982. Um, okay. And I was. Okay, I what was I doing? I had I was already working as a nurse, but at that time period, I switched into managing um, a chiropractic center that saw 80 to 90 patients a day, and then after that. Um, I went into management instead of like regular nursing. I was still doing nursing. I was I like working through mm -hmm. nursing agencies, but I was working on an advanced um, degree in management. I I just realized healthcare was not going in the direction that I was much more holistic, and so um, so that was kind of a turning point for me where I immersed myself in to learning everything that I could about business, but also the holistic arena. And then in 1990, I was 35 raising. Are you ready for this? Four stepchildren mm -hmm. and two and two of my children. I had more responsibility wow. than anyone could ever have imagined, and I was the head of a nonprofit that had 23 committee chairs that reported to me every single month, and I was in charge of like over 450 volunteers. <laughs> and that was wow. not the volunteer position. That was that was in that 1990 range. So you know, I mean, so both of them. Were turning points for me, and I just really feel like right now is a turning point. After I've been it's, sheltered since the beginning of March. Yes, and that's that's the thing. We're in this this whole year is this major. That's why we're we're reviewing so much. We're reviewing the end of these cycles and looking forward as we start new periods where we, you know, take all the wisdom that we've learned during these last cycles and we're applying it to create a whole new a whole new foundation. Um, so there's two more cycles that I want to mention that are also happening. Um, so there's 
also a Jupiter and Pluto conjunction cycle. So Jupiter and Pluto meet up every 13 years. And Jupiter is this expansive planet. It brings abundance. And then again, Pluto is power, um, death, and rebirth and transformation. So we're seeing a transformation to our abundance. And we're seeing our power and abundance relationships change. And so the last time that this happened was December 2007. So that was right around the time of the whole economic collapse, um, the last time that this happened. So, again, it's every 13 years. So you can go back to 2007 and then before that going back to 1994, you know, so on and so forth. But um, And then the other cycle is Jupiter and Saturn. So, again, Jupiter is expansive abundance and Saturn is structure. So we see a new – abundance structure coming into our lives every 20 years. And so this happened, it happens this December when it is exact. Um, and so it's kind of easy because it's December of 2020, you go back, so that was 2000, then 1980, 1960, and so on. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So it's interesting that we had all of those cycles coming together this year and ending and wrapping up and creating this massive shift in our, you know, it's this massive transformation because we have Pluto involved with Saturn and Jupiter. And then all of these, all of these um, conjunctions that are happening are happening in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn is this earth sign, which is our physical reality. It is, you know, the, the presence of the earth and so we're seeing this major shift within our physical reality, within how we how we relate to Earth and how we relate to our planet, and we're we're seeing all of these changes happening. And then all of these planets are moving into the sign of Aquarius, which is an air sign. And so we're shifting when does that from happen? our physical. That happens so. So because of all these retrograde periods, so with the retrograde, um, so Saturn actually moved into Aquarius in March, but Saturn went retrograde as of Monday. And so what that means is even though Saturn has gone into Aquarius, it's now going to kind of backtrack that little bit that it's been in Aquarius. It's going to go back into Capricorn, and then it's going to spend like three months uh, well, a month and a half going backwards into Capricorn, and then it'll, um, well, three, no, yeah, three months going backwards into Capricorn, and then it'll turn direct, and it'll come back. So it'll keep going through, going back through that part of Capricorn, and then it re-enters Aquarius for good um, in December of 2020. So really all of okay. these things enter Aquarius in December of 2020, which is when we shift into air, which is much more, you know, Space. forward thinking, more mentally communicative, and all of these things that are going to, I think, really bring us a, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so do you think, okay, let's just look at this, like, stepping out of it. Um, 2007, you're right, and 2008 is when the whole collapse really happened, where we had to prop everything right. up. So do you feel like the December 2020, that will be after the elections, we will – Mm-hmm. Either have a either way, there's going to be a reckoning. Um, no, not necessarily. But but what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think that part of this um, retrograde is for us to really go back a little bit and by December hopefully have stronger foundations in place? Yes, exactly. So you know, Capricorn or I'm sorry, Saturn in general is this planet of structure, and so it's kind of a major player in in all of these these things we just talked about, and Saturn, um, you know, for this next, it just went retrograde on the 11th, and it's going to be retrograde through September 29th, and during retrogrades, we're reviewing, rethinking, so I feel like we're really reevaluating everything that we've learned over the last three years while Saturn has been in Capricorn, and it's showing, it's been showing us what's not working, and it's been showing us what, what needs to go, what we have to let go of. Mm-hmm. So we're really solidifying those lessons over these next four months and setting up and finally taking 
I don't think it's a great time to take action over the next four months, but we're sort of solidifying it within our minds of what we really want. And then I think around October, November, we're going to start taking action. And by the time we get to the end of the year, we are going to be, you know, really building those new foundation levels. Well, you know, going through almost 25 years of my life, I mean, seriously, I'm not exaggerating. It's probably a little bit more than that. Um, In 1994 is when my divorce that took two and a half years happened. And I came out of it. Yeah, and then I was able to buy my house because I had been, you know, renting during the the divorce period. And then in 2007, right before 2008, 2006 is when I broke my ankle and had breast cancer. So I was still going through all the chemo, the surgeries, everything in 2007. And, And my youngest, or not youngest, my oldest son had left for college. And I had a financial crisis because... I don't know, mm-hmm. I bought a restaurant and it failed. So so 2007 was the dark night of the soul. I didn't have to worry about losing anything because I had already lost everything. And it was kind of like, okay, now I'm having to pay for college for one kid and another kid in less than two years behind him. And I was like figuring out my life and I had a 10-year-old. So that was a really crazy time. So la- yesterday as I'm going through, I heard myself say several times and I thought, oh, I have to change this because, like, oh, this is when I went to Greece. Oh, this is when I went to Mexico. Oh, this is when I went to France. Oh, this is when I went to Italy. <laughs> and, I mean, it was like, and I said, back then I had money. Like, <laughs> and it was just, <laughs> and so my friend, the organizer, just said, and you will again. I'm like, oh, hell yes. That's why I'm selling my house. And I said, you know, I'll, you know, most of my, my financial windfall is in my house at this point. So it's like, okay, so I'm just going to take, the, and, I, and I love traveling and teaching, so I'm creating that. I am creating being yeah. able to teach anywhere, you know, through Zoom, but also going anywhere because I don't, you know, other than my cats, and I found two cat sitters. So, um, but I was supposed to move to Florida. Well, that's not right here yet. It's like this next three to four months, I'm selling the house and then taking the time to figure out where do you really want to go, Cindy. And um, and I know you've been through this. You've been through this house thing lately. It's like so much structure that Saturn and responsibility and the Capricorn with really making sure the foundation's solid, you know? It is. And it's interesting. I think, you know, I told you, I don't know if I told you, the last house deal, it actually ended up falling through. And Ugh. I kind of, the whole time, I, I just looking, because I knew the astrology going on, and I was like, I know that this is telling me that this is probably not going to work out. <laughs> and I knew mm-hmm. it the whole time, but I was really just hoping, I was like, maybe, maybe it'll work out. Maybe it'll work out. And I just, I knew the whole time that it was not, and, you know, probably that belief is also didn't help, you know, things not working out, but um, <laughs> but I do have a new deal, and I feel like this situation, I feel much better. The I can see how the astrology was supporting it all this time, and I actually think I might come out better out of this deal, so... Yeah, I think you will. Crossed, but I'm pretty, pretty yeah. sure it's going to work out really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And see, it's just a timing issue, and you cannot get – like, I was supposed to be in Florida on May 1st. Everything was set up, and then COVID happened. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my. Like, COVID happened. And, you know, and I know that it's still an option, but right now Florida's cases just continue to increase every week. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to sit still for a little bit. And I've manifested a perfect place to sit still until I figure it out, and then I can hang out with all my friends for the summer. You know, and by the by the fall, I figure I'll know where I'm going. So it's just it's just a lot you know, of change and trust. It is. And that's, I think, honestly, what I've noticed, at least in my life and, and looking at my clients, is, is seeing that this time right now, this unsettling, it's this great unsettling feeling that, that is sort of pushing us all to be, you know, okay with letting go and okay not being in control and just trusting that things are going to happen for the best. And I feel like I've really settled into that. Things are very uncertain in a lot of aspects right now, and I've just given up trying to control any of that. I know we're heading into these, you know, I'll talk about it in a second. I got, um, we, we're in three retrograde periods over the next four months. And so there's all this review and, and changes and shifts that are going on. And it's like we still have, we have mindsets that still need to be changed. And we're, we're kind of working to the core of some of these issues that have been, you know, challenging us for 20, 13, 29, 36 years. We're, we're wrapping up these lessons and really understanding 
how we take ourselves to the next level. So right now, I don't think we can totally where we're going to be at the end of the year because we still have some learning to do. Right, and you know, it's it's actually May first throughout the whole month with this Pluto Jupiter um, transit coupled with Capricorn, and I love how you said, you know, it's it's all about expansion and success, and you know, it, this is a time. I, I truly feel that if you are willing to accept success, this is a great oh, yeah. great time for it, because Pluto rules well, Jupiter, you know, good fortune and blessings, and Capricorn accomplishment of goals, and um, I just am trusting the universe that. I'm aiming for happiness. And that's what I'm saying. You know, my my, my, my Vasi yoga teacher will say, are you happy? Cynthia, are you happy? And it reminds me of Saima that I studied with many years ago. And she'd say, are you happy, my children? How happy do you want to be? And, and you know, it's just really this whole shift in bliss consciousness, being happy no matter what. Like, And what I noticed, have noticed on Facebook is more people are taking pictures of flowers and they're taking pictures of their vegetables sprouting. And it's like people are so present and everything, the colors this year are so green and so vivid, all of the, um, because there's no pollution. Everything is, is, yeah. Um, And then, and then we, we didn't really talk about this, but, um, and I don't know if we really want to, but it says May 1st throughout the entire month, north and south node is at 29 degrees in Gemini and Sagittarius. So how would, how yeah. like that? Okay, so tell us how that would affect everything because I know this is kind of big. So the North Node being in Gemini, uh, so the North Node is like our destiny point. It's where we're going. It's where we're, you know, what what we're becoming in this world. And there's Gemini is this communicative air sign, and what that's doing is it's it's wanting it's pushing us to really express what we really want. And what we, what our soul, like, it's getting us in touch with our soul's purpose. And I, I love this. I work with people with their North Node signs all the time because I think it's, your North Node tells you so much about what your soul's purpose is. And that's a huge thing that I work with people on is helping them figure out, you know, what did they come here to do and how do we get them doing that? And this North Node in Gemini is, is pushing this, like our soul is just, dying to communicate what we really love and what we really want to do and what we're, what we're here to, to help the world, you know, move forward with. So it's pushing all of us into this place of really being in touch with, you know, our, our true destiny, really. Well, in the Gemini is, I think, and Sagittarius is, I believe. So it's all really with thought concepts and where your thinking is and where you're co-creating with the universe. And Sagittarius is always shoot for the stars. What do you really believe in? What's your passion? What's your purpose? What's your? And right now, most of my coaching clients, that's what we're working with. Because after having this shelter down time, they've had a lot of time to rethink their lives. And many have, like, worked only partial schedules. And guess what they're finding? They've made almost they the same it. amount of money as they did on the partial schedules, and they have embraced and enjoyed this time off. Like they put new structures in place. They now do yoga by Zoom. They do Tai Chi by Zoom. They like their morning practice time. And so yeah. it's really changed. And then other people have been getting up really early because they can do whatever they want. They, you know, they don't have to go to work at 9 o'clock. So they can right. get up at 5 and, and you know, like – I mean, it's just very different. And I've watched the kids playing. I have never seen so many people in my subdivision. I've never seen these people. They are taking walks <laughs> as families. The kids think they own the streets, which I adore. I mean, it, because they're riding their bikes and people are walking in the streets. <laughs> I mean, Monday, of course, it all changes. But it's been so delightful to see the different dogs and the families and seeing them happily walking and, you know, laughing and joking and you know, just very sweet. It's just been a very sweet time. And I love the sound of happy children. So um, it's just been very nice. But this this does make sense that this is why so many people are doing the soul searching on, am I on track? Do I really like my job anymore? And and, and everyone working from home, I'm going to tell you, I have not heard one, well, maybe one person who misses everyone. I I mean, we haven't been to the real estate office, and we're still discouraged to come. There's over 50 agents in our office, and we are still being told only a few in the office at a time so that we can do our distancing. But, um, okay, so we made it through the full moon. We... um, (laughs) 
And that was quite a yeah. full moon. Was that our last supermoon? Very- <laughs> right. Wasn't it the last supermoon of 2020, though, already? Or maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I was, it was thinking. Okay, it was the last. Okay, so that that was quite an interesting full moon, and we are now totally on the other side with it being, you know, 11. Well, how many days later? What is say the 15th? So we're eight days away from it, but we have our new moon um, coming up on the 22nd, and that is Gemini. So, yeah. Anything else you want to mention before we go there? Um, well, so the only thing I'll mention, I mentioned some of the planets went retrograde. We talked about Saturn a little bit. Jupiter went retro, retrograde yesterday, but Jupiter retrogrades, we don't feel as much. Um, really, Jupiter retrogrades is just asking us to look at how we're giving back and how we, how we become less financially selfish. So how we give more to others, which I think a lot of us are, are looking at with all of the financial changes going on. Um, but then well, you I know, it goes, it, I'm sorry, I was going to oh. say, because it goes back 12 years to the 2008 thing. See, this is what people are not getting, and I'm so glad you have brought this up today. In 2008, it was it, for, for many people, it was the dark night of the soul. They Overnight, they looked at their portfolios and went, what the hell just happened? And so yeah. right now, most people took a hit. 25, 30%. You know, I mean, I mean, you, you just hear people talking about it. But, but the thing of it is, is it's emotional. Um, it's, it's looking at the emotional aspect of your home, health, and love, and how money and all that kind of dovetails into it. I mean, what did right. you say? That think, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's the abundance, and maybe we've been taking our abundance for granted, I think, in a lot of ways. We have some, we've had a lot of things. I feel like we've been a very abundant economy and we've been taking that for granted in certain ways. So this is sort of restructuring and, and showing us how we can give back more so than just capitalize on that own on that abundance for ourselves. And I think that giving it. back yeah. is really giving back our gifts. And that's why we're all being called into this soul work because we're really giving back those gifts now. Well, um, and we just had over 80,000 people depart from our country. And not all were elderly. I mean, more and more young people are being affected by this. You don't hear it in the news, but when you're getting downloads from a lot of different people all nationwide, you're hearing way more than they're saying in the news. And when you have that many souls depart, we have have, in, in just a few short months, we've lost more people than the whole Vietnam War. Yeah. When you let that sink in and you and you it's like, okay, so what can I think that is spurring it. Yes, we have an economic um a bit of a crisis that is here and we all know it, but the bottom line is is are we going to come out stronger from it and be more giving and take care of the elderly and take, or or are we going to what are we going to do as a society? And I think you know, with 2020 being a four-year, it's all about unity. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Taiwan is stepping up as a leader right now. Now, Taiwan, they shut their COVID down. They're like the most biggest success story. Have we heard about it? No, because they're not part of the World Health Organization. But the World Health Organization has been consulting with them because they did things differently. They, in December, they heard about this little people being quarantined in China, and they'd already been through a pandemic with the SARS virus. They shut it all down and the masks immediately, and they did everything the way you're supposed to do during a pandemic. We we had a manual. No one read it. If we had read it, we would have known. But well, I mean, they they knew it was there they, because they had a complete training on it. They just they just didn't really embrace that this could happen. So all of us have to now be prepared on so many levels, and we have to think of like what what is sweet is people that go grocery shopping shop for their neighbors now. Do you need anything? Right. I'm going to the store. It's a it's a caring about your neighbors that we haven't had and the people in your community in a long, long time. Well, and getting to know them because they're outside now. <laughs> right, right, you know, with a safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, okay, I just so this, this is really an auspicious time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. And I just want to mention one more retrograde because it's a little bit, it's going to mess, it's Venus. So we have Venus in Gemini now. Um, which is also playing in with the North Node in, in Gemini. Um, but Venus has gone retrograde from, yes, well, from the 13th through June 25th. 
So it's a 40-day retrograde, and that's a significant, you know, 40 days is this spiritually significant number that represents, like, a fulfillment of promises. And so Venus is this planet of love and how we relate to other people, and it's in this airy sign of Gemini, which is our communication and how we think about things. And so over the next 40 days, we're viewing how we communicate to those that we relate to and our relationships, our family, our friends, you know, and it's showing us where we can really heal and learn to be, I think, you know, at least the way I look at it is becoming more vulnerable and more open. And I think it's going to be a little bit painful at first because we have to dig through some of that pain and really be open and honest about it and to ourselves, first of all, and then, you know, maybe sharing that with others, but it's going to feel so much better once we, once we let that out. So, um, and that's going to help, you know, again, we have the North node in Gemini and that, that destiny point. So all of that is helping us get deeper within ourselves so that we can get closer and closer to our true destiny and our purposes. Well, my Um, Venus, um, my Venus isn't Gemini in my astrology chart. And, mm -hmm. It's really, this is like, and this is the time period that I will have a contract on my house and be doing the estate sale. I mean, it's just, and, and, and expressing love to people. I mean, I'm already giving things away. I'm giving a lot away. And because um, and, and, I'm taking very little with me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm making it easy to travel lightly with a suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, and it's. You know, and all of these things are happening in Gemini, and it's bringing us this this ability to just communicate and think more freely. Um, And, you know, you mentioned the new moon. We've got the new moon coming up in Gemini. Um, And this new moon, I feel like, is going to be – so it's it's trying to Saturn, and trines are always very positive. Um, So Saturn is a structure. So we're really, it's a positive time for rebuilding and recovering. And I think that's hopefully a good sign for this pandemic is that we're going to start to enter more of a recovery phase, hopefully, um, and really start building, you know, those new structures, which are, again, these new soul-level structures in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and on the 22nd, also, we have Mercury dancing with Venus and Gemini. So that combination is going to it's like oh, what, what you know gonna you're going to be happier and light right we're going to be dancing on the tables going woo you know so it's it's going to feel lighter and i mean we've all been trapped in our houses by by this next new moon we will be outside yes we'll be different outside you know we have to be wise but still we're out of our houses and gemini is all about chatty 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 um yeah. you know i have so much in my Gemini in my chart people think I'm a Gemini but you know I'm not I'm cancer but in Vedic astrology I'm actually a Gemini I was I found I found all kinds of my stuff Christine going through I found different astrology charts my Vedic astrology chart my western astrology chart I mean all this was like this is what I've been doing for the last 48 hours it's like I was when I came when I sat in front of my computer I'm like oh 12 hours ago you left the downstairs (laughs) we started at one o'clock yesterday and worked until 8 30 didn't stop for like I mean, we just don't, we keep working through, but, um, but it was worth it. And I was like, gosh, that was only 12 hours ago. And, you know, I still have to work down there. I mean, I'm not finished, but oh my gosh. So this is auspicious. So we can like really change like anyone who had a terrible experience in 2008 financially. This is a time for you to, to heal that. And the healing would be. Um, you talked about vulnerability, so here's an affirmation I would encourage. I'm going to give you t- everyone two affirmations, and then um, you may have to transition from the one into the other. So the one is, in my vulnerability, my strength lies. Because the more we're vulnerable and, you know, present, that's where the strength is. When we're building up walls and we have layers and layers and layers and layers, it's like it's it's just not not an easy way to live. And so, but the real where we want to go is in my vulnerability, my safety lies. 
because mm. the more the more we're vulnerable, the more if we need help, someone will help, um, and someone will be there for us. Because a lot of times when we're strong and capable and all the other things, people don't really know how to help us. So when we right. go into the vulnerability, that's where the true power is. So the one, if you don't feel safe to jump into in my vulnerability, my safety lies, then start with in my vulnerability, my strength lies. And the more you can just be transparent in who you are and come from a heart space with people, <clears throat> the better this is going to get. And people not being able to hug people has been really hard. So we've had to yeah. communicate our love in a lot of different ways. It's not just a, a pat, pat, hug, hug, see ya. No, we've had to say, you know, um, here's my hug and I love you and, and behind masks. So it's like the eyes are connecting in new ways too. Totally. And I love this. I love these vulnerability affirmations. I was just talking with my cousin yesterday about this because she is a little bit more isolated during all of this and has taken to becoming like she's an artist. And so she started posting more of her art recently on Instagram with these very, you know, deep, deeply personal stories posted behind them. And I was talking to her yesterday about that. She was like, I just feel like maybe it's too much. I'm putting too much out there. And I said, no. This is your strength. I was like, and she was worried about people judging her. I was like, no, this is going to attract your tribe to you. You know, when we put ourselves out there like that, the people who are meant to find us, they find us. And those, if somebody wants to judge you for it, well, that's not your tribe. So you don't worry about those people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because this is the whole thing. We've reconceived our life during the this, this shelter down. And some people are like, I just want everything to go back to normal. No, you don't. <laughs> And no. you might say that, but what is, there's no way that anyone has gone through this cocooning and is going to come out the same way. And if you do, then you haven't cocooned as deeply as you could have. Right. And I'm not, that's, not a, that's not a judgment. It's just a matter of, you know, I've said it before, you're going to look back at 2020 and the question will be, who did you, um, who, who, who were you sheltering with during that quarantine? Who were you with? Who was your, who was your tribe? Everyone else is on your Zoom or, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but who, who are the people that were actually there? And it's like Cindy Meyer and her two cats. And then my roommate had left because he was furloughed. Um, but then now, you know, Bear's back. So he's back. And it's just been so pleasant. We, we get along really well. And, um, and so, but, but for the most part, I've been here alone. You know, it's just been me yeah. and... Yeah, so I've been very grateful for Zoom. I feel like um, there should be a tribute to Zoom after this is all over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who would have ever thought, you know, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, you know, Passover, Easter, all these different things that we have done online this year. Mother's Day, you know, we weren't released yet. Yeah. So, um, okay, so we only have... Ten minutes to do readings. Um, we talked a little bit more than usual today, but there's also been a lot more to talk about today. So um, with that, and I want to thank you, uh, Christine, for doing all those retrogrades. That is, like, beyond phenomenal. Beyond phenomenal. Yeah. I, um, I think it's, okay. that's, the, that's the, you know, just one more quick thing is that we're yeah. all just, you know, we're, we're entering this review period. So if you feel like you haven't really shifted that much, during the last two months, maybe you've been stuck in, like, the trauma of all the change and just kind of paralyzed a little bit. Well, that's okay. you still got four more months where all these lessons are going to come at you. And so really just, just go with it. This, this period is all about understanding, all about gaining new awareness. So really just I think the more people can take this present moment and stay with it and go within, the more that, you know, four months from now we're going to come out the other side in this radically different place. (laughs) Right. Right. And just not to go on a political rant or anything like that, these next (laughs) few months are very, very, very important at the community level and, of course, at the national leadership level. And we've seen shifts. We've seen governors having to do what our federal government would normally do. There's, There's very few structures, and that's the problem with the reopening. So all of us need to be prepared and be smart and wise in trying to figure out how we can work at a local level and work at a much bigger level. And I think that that's part of the shift. So I just really want to acknowledge 
all of the grassroots um, people that are doing online fundraisers for candidates. And there's so many different ways to get involved, to, to write postcards, to do everything that you can to support structures, these new structures that we've been talking about, expanded, that are for the people, by the people. Yeah. So that our communities and our elderly are taken care of and our children. They're our future. Okay, so if you want to ask a question, we're going to just go snap, snap, snap. Just hit one star on your phone, um, and that will let me know on the switchboard that you would like to have a mini reading. Um, or one pound, either one, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, we have someone already that we're going to go to six. So I'm going to say the area code, then you're going to come on, say your name, um, where you're calling from, and your one short question. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to 678-769. You're live on the air. Your name, where you're calling from, and your question today. My name is Sonia, and I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. And my question today is, um, I just want to know if my boyfriend is having another affair. Mm-hmm. I think you already know the answer to this. Um, there's what's happened is there's some complacency, which means someone's not trying very hard, and it feels like you're putting all the effort in, and it's kind of meeting with resistance. Um, but you're changing. It's it's you have to understand he's not changing. It's you that's changing. And you're wanting more after being this. The shelter down has changed you. You're much more aware of this. Just is not what I want. Is this? Am I on the right track with this? Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. All right, Sonia. So what I'm getting is, it is time for you to, um, to just take a pause. Like don't don't feel like you have to change anything right in this moment, but I would suggest making a create a mate list. Which and this is for anyone on this call. If you are wanting a new relationship or to reconceive, you don't try and change another person, but what you do is you say to the universe, this is what I want. But you don't say, I don't want someone who's selfish, or you're going to get someone who's selfish. Instead, I want someone who's generous. You don't say, I don't want someone who lies. Instead, you say, I want someone who's honest and trustworthy. You only focus on what you want, because when we say, I don't want drama, the universe hears, I want drama. Instead, I want peace. I want passion. I want fun. So my dear, go back to the drawing board, and either he will, this current guy will get that he's about to lose you because he'll feel your energy focusing on, on, you know, you'll you'll be he'll drop off, and someone else will show up. It's that simple. And I'm sorry. I know you put a lot of energy in this, um, but go back to the drawing board is what I hear. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. Have a beautiful day. Okay. All right. Christine, we'll let you take this next one. We're going to go to, um, where are we going next? Okay. We're going to go to 618-910. You are live on the air, 618-910, your first name and where you're calling from and your question for Christine. Yes. My name is Darlene. I'm from Illinois. And my question is, uh, my husband's in the nursing home, and we have to sell our house. Will I get enough money to pay for his care? Hi, Darlene. Um, So we're asking about financial abundance to move forward. Um, Let me see. So what I'm getting is that you've been sort of stuck in this sort of, you know, analysis paralysis of trying to figure out where you move forward and that things have maybe felt like you're stuck and so now you're being forced to sell your home. Um, so, So this is an opportunity to, you know, get out of this before it, I really see that, you know, selling is going to be a good option. It's a time to relieve you of this unnecessary burden of your home, and then it will provide you this this abundance. So, but most 
play, I think it's a good time for you to, you know, stop stop being trapped in this anxiety and, you know, place of just not having peace. You need to take a minute and take a breath and really invite some peace. And you can take take comfort in knowing that making this decision to sell the house, that is going to be a good move. It's going to give you the money that you need. And, and then you can really kind of start fresh and focus on your next chapter and what you want to start doing to bring more peace into your life. And so taking, taking a breath and really just, just letting that wave of knowing that it's going to be okay wash over you for a little bit. It is. It's going to be okay. So thank you, Darlene. Thank you. Thanks, thank you, Darlene. Andy. Okay. All right. Um, we And this is a good time to sell your house, by the way. People think it's crazy. I've sold two houses, and I have a new listing coming up, and then I'm selling my house. And this is all since the, the shelter town. Housing sales are down 25% nationwide. But guess what? The people that were looking for houses are now back out there. So if you are thinking about selling your house, I would do it ahead of where, because where the economy is going, it might be shifting. That's not to scare you. It's just, this is a, this is a good time. People are still looking. Yeah. Okay. We we both know that, right, Christine? Okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're going to go to area code 408378. Let me, oops, I pushed the wrong button. Okay. Area code 408378. You are live on the air. Your first name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Uh, Yes. My name is Craig, and I'm calling from California, and I was wondering if, um, if I'm going to have the, Mineral rights, oil rights. The oil rights that you um, had been hoping would come through. Well, Is that I mean, the question? it's 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 yeah, it's yeah, it, it's it's something that's there, and and I'm 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 the next in line for it, but I don't okay. see any I don't see any way I'm going to get it, but I don't know. Well, there's something about the past that's in the way. Um, and there's some grief here. There's some sadness over the way something's been handled. Um, but it's showing that um, it's showing that you're going to get part of something, but not all of something. I don't know what that means. But there there's some kind of a there's some kind of a something that's going to hold things up. But if you're next in line, so is there past history? Is there some bad blood or something here? It just feels like there's something from the past that has to be cleared before this can go forward. Yeah, there, there's. <clears throat> yeah, there was obviously some something going along the lines of the families, you know, because these rights were providing for the family for generations, you know, and then I think that the two the two different sides of you know of like you know when two people come together, there's two different families there that come together. So I think there were some problems there, maybe. There is, there is, and someone was greedy. And and tried to change something. So, so what what I I do see that you were you, like okay. I pulled a card, Ganesha cards, and Ganesha removes obstacles on your path. Ganesha is removing an obstacle for you nurturing yourself and having the wherewithal to nurture yourself. So I would um, focus on all um, all past and present blockages to the. Uh, transferring of the mineral, mineral mineral rights in my family are now cleared, and and in, actually see if there's a cord to something in the past. See it cut, just see it cut, and just moving forward, moving forward in a fair and equitable manner. I would add for all, so fair and equitable equitable manner for all concerned. And if you can start focusing on resolution for all concerned, it'll start moving this energy forward. Does that make sense? I think I kind of. I- yeah, I think that, well, that's kind of like what I was left with. You know, the person that left was my grandmother. She was the last one to leave. Everybody else is gone. That oh. would have been in line for this. Um, so, right. and she was always the kind of person that just said, you know, well, she didn't, she couldn't understand. I mean, she was conflicted because the, nobody could get along with each other. So she would just tell me, right, just to that's, be cool, you know, don't don't overreact. Yeah. Like I always yeah, do. so that whole history is tied up in this. And so what you want to do is 
just clear the all the past generations, all anything that is not at peace, you know, all my relations. You know, there's a beautiful Native American prayer that says, you know, I forget the actual words, but it's basically to all my relations, let's come to peace. So just come to peace with everyone and and then just see the right solution for all concerned, the highest thought for all concerned. Okay? Do you, do you yeah, thank you so much. And do you know do you know that on the left side of the brain you know why I couldn't operate from the left side of the brain? Why? Because I had a trump. Uh, I was in a coma. I got hit by a truck, and that caused the left side of my brain where I couldn't function on the left side. So there was only one side for me to be on. That's the right side, and I kind of oh, lived my life on that side. Mm-hmm. Well, focus on service I- right now. Yeah, I, I mean that's what I'm hearing is just focus on being of service and helping heal multiple generations of people it's like really you're like the person it's landed in your lap kind of okay you have all the brain power you need go into the heart (laughs) and just focus on service you're 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 helping heal uh, i mean truly you're helping heal multiple family multi-generational okay okay thank you it's early in california thanks for joining us okay have a good day (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, bye. All right, so um, let's see. We are now going to – no one else has their hand up saying they want a reading. Is this possibly true? We'll just, like, get to chat a little bit more. Um, let me make sure I got oh. everybody. Yeah, there's other people on here, but there – I mean, if you do want a reading, you just need to push one and the little star or one with the pound sign. But – um. But Christine, maybe you can tell me what um, if you look at the astrology and everything. I am thinking to get my house on the market. What it like? Okay, it is today's the fifteenth by Memorial Day, definitely. But I'm thinking more like along um, five twenty between five, probably five twenty-seven. So. And you live, I mean, do you still live in an area where you feel like you'll get a pretty quick, immediate offer? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, if it's priced yeah. right, there's multiple contracts normally um, because people want yeah. in the school district. And, you know, as the we're surrounded, my, my subdivision is surrounded by all bigger homes. And, you know, so, so yeah, I, I feel like I'm actually going to call three agents that sell in here a lot and say, hmm, do you want to do this before? Um, I put it on the market, so I'm actually hoping to sell it before even putting the sign in the yard. I'm I'm serious. Then I can just go full speed ahead. So I'm wondering, you know, the new moon's on the 22nd, right? Yes. Well, so the only thing, there's a Mercury retrograde coming up the June 18th through July 12th. And so June 18th, there's a two-week shadow period before that, so that takes us to June 4th. So if you could get it on the market under contract before June 4th, I think that'd be best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and that's what I just keep hearing, you know, and um, and I've scheduled all the final pieces, the deck that has to be redone, the power washing, the concrete guy. I mean, I've got it all, like, it's all about to happen this next week. So, um, okay. So that that feels good. And that would be right before, right as the new moon in the Gemini with the communication. And that won't affect the closing because it will already be a contract um, moving forward. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so we have two minutes. What I would like to do is, Christine, would you, um, or I'll just do it. Christine has a website yeah. that has all of her different services. It is christinecompass.com, but it's spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-C-O-M-P-A-S.com. There are not two S's, it's just one. And then um, I, the Spirit Seeker site is almost redesigned. I am excited um, that that's almost finished. So check back with the Spirit Seeker site in about one week. We're doing the final final changes now, and it's going to be spectacular. And then I'm also working on the Cindy Meyer site. But I do want to mention that um, even with things opening up, we're limited to 10 people and the spacing, et cetera. So I'm going to continue doing what I've been doing in the last uh, six weeks. I'm offering Zoom psychic parties. So you can, you know, you can all be talking – um, talking mostly these are p- for people who don't care if people hear their readings they're 
families or groups of friends. So I bring you into my Zoom room, and we do, I just do readings for everybody. And so if you're interested in that, please send me an email to um, info at spiritseeker.com or info at cindymeyer.com, and that's D-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R.com. Um, I'm redesigning the Cindy Meyer site. Everything's being re- – when I listen to your astrology today, everything that you shared, I'm like, oh, of course, new structures, new well, ways yeah. of doing life. New way- it's like totally, totally everything. I'm on track. Like, you know, there's just – I'm a little bit delayed because of the COVID. But you know what? Even that, there's a reason for everything. Um, okay, so Christine and I both teach um, the vision board classes, and neither one of us have been able to do that. So look for our look at our websites. There's lots of new stuff coming on. And Christine – Thank you so much for being my my friend, Thank my guest, you, being part of the magazine, and just you know, I'm just so I, I love working with you. And congratulations on your new contract on your house. Um, Thank you. Okay. With your- Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. So Namaste, everyone. We'll be back next week with Wake Up with Spirit, Seeker Wisdom for Your Soul. The minute this show's over, it's a podcast, so you can um, use the link that you saw to get here and that same length is now where the um, downloadable podcast will be. So share it with your friends. If there's something you're like, oh my gosh, what did she say about this? You can go back and re-listen to it because it's um, it's within about five minutes after the show is finished, they have it um, converted. So thank you all. Have a wonderful week. Namaste. Take good use of the last few days of the shelter. Go inside. Get ready. And be happy. Amen. All right. Thanks, Christine. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Bye.